0: Internal Revenue Service IRS Tax News Tax Time Guide. Make IRS.gov first stop for tax help. IR 2021-51, March 4th, 2021, Washington. The Internal Revenue Service reminds taxpayers that its website, IRS.gov, continues to be the first and best place for people seeking information and assistance on their federal taxes it is available 24 hours a day from the comfort of home on a desktop or from just about anywhere within a mobile device so obviously from reading this it looks to me like the iris is basically saying hey look a lot of our information is on the website and that is true you got a lot of information for the tax forms themselves and the instructions to them as well as many other types of resources they probably also are suggesting with this that You should probably look at the IRS.gov page before calling us because the IRS phone lines might be a little bit slower, especially due to the COVID and the social distancing. So like many type of companies, the IRS too is basically saying we're trying to put everything on the website and trying to drive people to get there for their first source of, uh, of information. And it does have a lot of good information on it and they are improving it. So the array of online tools and resources available at irs.gov range from tax preparation and refund tracking to research tools like the interactive tax assistance. There's a link to that here and answers for frequently asked questions. There's a link to that here as well on many subjects. View tax account online. Taxpayers can use their online account. So you can go into the IRS website and log in and get access to your own online account. There's a link to that here, or you can find it at the IRS website at irs.gov to securely see important information when preparing to file their tax return or follow up on balances or notices. So the information that you can get can include the items below. These are going to be common kind of things that people have common problems too, And it's likely that if you run into one of these problems, you're thinking, Why don't I call the IRS and try to get that information or possibly why don't I call like my tax professional? Why don't I call someone? I need to call someone. But you possibly don't need to call someone because you might be able to get that information on the website if you log into your online account. So that information includes the adjusted gross income. This can be useful if using a different tax software or tax preparer this year. So your AGI, adjusted gross income, is on the first page of the 1040. It's often used as a verification tool. You might need it for the verification tool to get into the online account uh, even. So once you get into the account, then you got access to it for for prior purposes. But it's kind of a common uh, verification tool. So when you log into the account, I would suggest at that point that you have your prior tax return with you as well. Because it's probably going to ask some questions for verification which could include something like the adjusted gross income but once you're in there once you're set up in the online account then you can look up prior year data such as the adjusted gross income if you're using new software uh, such as free file software possibly that is on the irs website will link to other free resources for software sometimes they will use the verification of the prior year's income in order to be able to file the tax return as well so uh, you want to make sure to have that information. You may be able to get it on the IRS website if you can get in, log into the account and once you have the account set up. Economic impact payment amounts. Eligible individuals who did not receive the full amounts of both economic impact payments may claim the recovery rebate credit on their 2020 federal tax return. So remember, the recovery rebate credit is like the actual item that's going to be tied to the 2020 tax return. The economic impact payments, both first and second, can be thought of as prepayments of that recovery rebate credit hopefully the IRS got it right gave you the proper amount therefore there's not nothing you really need to do when filing 2020 however you may not have gotten the correct amount because they had to estimate the prepayment based on prior information 2019 tax return possibly 2018 tax return possibly they sent it out on other information if they could And if something had changed from those prior periods to the current period, such as your adjusted gross income was higher before, now it's lower, a lot of people are in that situation because they just got killed and they got, you know, their business got crushed really in 2020 or possibly their income or lost in 2020. So your AGI might be a, a lot lower and therefore you might have more eligibility for the recovery rebate credit and you might not have gotten as much based on the prepayment or you might have been a dependent last year and now you're not a dependent this year or in 2020, you're not a dependent. Therefore, you didn't get any money or you didn't file the prior tax return because you're not required to and uh, and didn't get anything in that case. And then you need to file the tax return and so on in order to get uh, the payment. So to do that, then you also need to know how much was the economic impact payment round one and round two. So you could figure out if you can claim the recovery rebate credit. If you don't know what those numbers are, you can go to the IRS website and you can find that information there as well. So to claim the full amount, taxpayers will need to know the amounts of the economic impact payment received. These amounts can be found on the tax records tab in online account. Estimated tax payment amounts. The total of any estimated tax payments made during the year or refunds applied as a credit can be found on the account balance tab in Online account and re- record of each payment appears under payment activity. So, if you're making payments to the IRS, this will typically apply if you have, say, a Schedule C type of business and you have to make actual payments to the IRS. And you you have a question about the payments that you made in the current year, as well as possibly what amount of the refund you got in the prior year applied to the current year. And this can be a little bit confusing because you might look up in your records the payments that you have made but you you want to make sure that they're being applied to the proper year so if you look at the payments you made to the irs or this well the irs in this case then you want to know well did you apply that was that payment applied to last year 2019 or is it applied to 2020 or is it applied to 2021 you got to know what the cutoff is in other words so that you can get the tax return done properly you could double check that on the uh, irs website it might be useful just to do that for double verification to have it ready for your tax preparation when you go to your tax preparer as well it would be nice if you you know check that out that's often a question that comes up be nice if you check it out and say hey look this is what the irs says that i deposited and i agree with that all right or i don't agree with that and you can get into why uh, if you don't agree with it but that that would be good to do for the tax preparation uh, part of taxes so additionally, taxpayers can view the amount owed for any past years updated for the current calendar day. So if you owe any taxes to the IRS and you're wondering how much uh, how much you owe, you can check that out. Payment history and any schedule of pending payments. Payment plan details. So if you set up a payment plan, meaning you, had, you, you, needed, you owed the IRS and you said, hey, I can't pay you right now. I'll set up a payment plan. Then you get the details that you can find on the IRS website as well. Digital copies of select notices from the IRS. Get a tax returns transcript. The Get Transcript tool, there's a link to that here, is free and also accessible through an online account. It allows taxpayers to view, print, or download their tax transcripts after the IRS has processed the return. So once the return has been processed, you could basically get access than to the transcripts of it. A tax return transcript shows most line items from an original tax return along with any forms and schedules but not changes made after it was filed. Get an identity protection PIN. An identity protection PIN, an IPPIN, is a six-digit number that prevents someone from filing a tax return uh, using another taxpayer's social security number. So when you're, this is to prevent the fraud of someone basically stealing your, your tax return or filing a tax return on your behalf in order to try to collect the refund before you file. Now, if that had already happened, like if you filed a tax return and, uh, or if someone else stole your identity, took your social security number and your name and whatnot, filed a tax return, they got the refund, and then you tried to file, the IRS would probably kick it back if you tried to e-file it because it would say hey look we already got a tax return for this social security number and that individual so uh, in order to prevent and then you'd have to go back in and 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 solve that whole system once it had been done and to prevent it in the future then the irs would would typically give this pimp this pin number to prevent it from happening again now they're doing that proactively which could be a good thing to do it's a little bit more burdensome to do but if you get the pin That should stop people that may have your information such as Social Security and name from trying to file a tax return and trying to claim a refund with that information, possibly taking advantage of the refundable tax credit like the earned income tax credit and possibly part of the child tax credit. So what you want, so you could be proactive because remember, like this IPIN comes out, they re-update it every year, whereas your Social Security number, obviously you've had it for your entire life on a little piece of cardboard And you had to give it to every financial institution for your entire life. So it's quite possible that someone gets access to your social security number, you know, after 50 years of giving it out, you know, whenever you had some critical thing that you needed to do. So if you want to be proactive in stopping someone from at least filing a tax return with that information, then the PIN is a lot more effective because that's a number that will change each year. And then you'll need two numbers in order to basically file the tax return but it is a little bit more burdensome to do that so there are some pros and cons relatively new program that uh, allows other people to sign into it it's been around for a while but it's new to be able to do it proactively and not just be for people that have already (laughs) been the victim of of identity theft so in any case The IPPIN is known only to the real taxpayer and the IRS and helps the IRS verify taxpayers' identity when they file their electronic or paper tax return. Starting in 2021, any taxpayer who can verify his or her identity can voluntarily opt into the IPPIN program. Uh, See Get an IPPIN, there's a link to that here, for details and, and to access the online tool. There are options for those who cannot verify their identities online. Locate local free tax preparation. The IRS's Volunteer Income Tax Assistance, the VITA, there's a link to that here, program, has operated for over 50 years. It offers free basic tax return preparation to qualified individuals, people who generally make $57,000 or less, people with disabilities, limited English-speaking taxpayers the tax con- counseling for the elderly the tce there's a link to that here program also offers free tax help for taxpayers particularly those age 60 and older so you can go to either of these well if you know an, an individual that needs general ha- tax help can can go to would probably go to the vita uh, someone who is is uh, older could go to basically either of them as i understand it However, if you can find the TCE, the tax consoling for the elderly, it might be better because you'll be talking to people that have been in the custom of making tax returns for people that are uh, older and they have different needs, right? They don't have the same kind of income that you have when you're younger. When you're younger, you're going to have W-2 income and whatnot, most likely. And when you're older, you're going to have some social security and that kind of stuff that you're going to have to deal with. So if you're getting the free tax advice and you're over, uh, 60. then you might want to look for the TCE if possible. If not, if it's not possible, then maybe still go to the VITA. So the VITA slash TCE uh, site locator, there's a link to that here, can help eligible taxpayers find the nearest community-based site staffed by IRS-trained and certified volunteers. Please note that some VITA slash TCE sites are not operating at full capacity this year, and others are not opening demand is high for this service so taxpayers may experience longer wait times for appointments so again this is a great service for a lot of people because i think a lot of people really the free online software is not going to do it you know because they want to talk to someone (laughs) about the tax preparation of it um and it's not as available this year as it as it has been in the past so you could still find it hopefully the, the shots get out for the whole covid thing and um and the they have more availability for these for these things shortly so anyways taxpayers can use the locator tool to find an available site near them it is updated throughout the tax season so individuals should check back if they don't see a nearby site listed diy uh, tax preparation for free so the irs free file program there's a link to that here offers 70 percent of all taxpayers the choice uh, to nine brand name tax preparation software packages to use at no cost so basically once again the iris it looks to me is kind of like pressuring the some of the big tax software preparers for like individual tax preparing software like a TurboTax. that's the i'm not promoting them i just have happened that's an, a name in my mind because i use quickbooks and they're the owner of quickbooks but the to to provide a free offer uh, if your income is below a certain threshold, now threshold is fairly high—it's seventy-two thousand—and not all of the, not all of them will offer free software if your income is under seventy-two thousand. But they all have some threshold, and the highest threshold is seventy-two thousand. So, if seventy-two thousand or less, you should be able to find some software that would basically be able to do it uh, for free. And the reason the IRS really likes this, of course, is because they want the e-filing to happen. They want to reduce the paper filing. They want the direct deposits. So they're trying to get uh, these big software providers, I believe, to be offering a free option for for more basic type of tax returns. So you can go to this item on the IRS website. It'll kind of sort you out the the offers of the third parties, which you can then pick an offer, which will take you to the third party website. And you can use that uh, tax software, which is great. So those who earn less than $72,000 in 2020 can choose which package is best for them. Some even offer free state tax return preparation. Those who earn more than $72,000 in 2020 and are comfortable preparing their own taxes can use free file fillable forms. There's a link to that here. That's kind of like doing it by hand. So I I don't don't recommend really doing it by hand. I, I do recommend doing it for practice by hand and to double check your numbers by hand. But if you have a more complex tax return, it could be a little bit difficult to do it by hand. Even if your tax return is a low income tax return, which you would think would be easier, doing it by hand is difficult because you might have refundable credits, which greatly complicate things like an earned income tax credit and a refundable portion of the child tax credit. So any tax return is still fairly complex. uh, And I think it's a really good idea to look at the forms to basically uh, double check your numbers. And uh, and to understand the tax return, but then use the software to really to really uh, make sure you're getting it right because it does have some double verifications in the software uh, to use. But you have the free file fillable forms available to you. Uh, Especially, however, if you get over seventy-two thousand, your tax returns probably becoming more complex. So for that, I would I would definitely at least possibly purchase the software at that at that time, or and or get tax preparation help if your income is starting to get higher and your tax return is becoming more complex so this electronic f- version of paper irs tax forms is also used to file tax returns online so the the reason the irs likes it again of course is because it, it's still an online tax it's a digital form and whatnot instead of a paper form so there's that so free file is available only through irs.gov read more about the free file program and this week's a closer look there's a link to that a closer look here Find a local tax professional. The uh, searchable directory on irs.gov can help taxpayers find a tax professional. There's a link to that here in their area. The list can be sorted by credentials and qualifications. There's a link to that sorting here. Tax return preparers have differing levels of skills, education, and experience. Most tax return preparers provide outstanding and professional service. However, uh, each year some taxpayers are hurt financially because they choose the wrong tax return preparer so be sure to check our tips for choosing a tax preparer there's a link to that here and how to avoid unethical quote ghost end quote return preparers there's a link to that here track refunds with where's my refund taxpayers can easily find the most up-to-date information about their tax refund using the quote where's my refund end quote tool on irs.gov and on the official irs mobile app that's at irs2go mobile app there's a link to that here that's the cool way to do it where everybody impress and people with the mobile app so within 24 hours after the irs acknowledges receipt of an e-file return or four weeks after a paper return is mailed, taxpayers can start checking on the status of their refund make a tax payment Taxpayers can visit the Pay tab on IRS.gov to see their payment options. Most tax software products give taxpayers various payment options, including the option to schedule a payment from a bank account when filing their return. IRS Direct Pay, there's a link to that here, offers taxpayers a free, fast, secure, and easy way to make an electronic payment from their bank account to the U.S. Treasury. So other ways to pay include. So these are all ways you can pay the IRS. And I used to I kind of scoff at this a little bit cuz it's like, "Oh, they're making it really easy for you to give the IRS your money." And you know, it's kind of funny cuz obviously, you know, you would think they would make it easy to give your your the money to them. But I mean, in the past at one point in time it wasn't that easy, and it's kind of it's kind of frustrating when they tell you you got to pay them. And then, and then you can't pay them because the payment option is difficult. And then they charge you penalties and interest because you didn't pay them because you can't get a payment. So it's actually quite nice that they offer all these different payment options so that, <laughs> you know, that you can actually pay them what they tell you that you're required to pay them because they charged you taxes on it. So we have the electronic funds withdrawal. There's a link to that here. Credit or debit card. If you use the credit or debit card, you might have a charge for the debit or credit card. But I don't believe it's by the IRS, like it's a third party charge. So it might be cheaper to, to do the, the thing right out of your bank account or something like that. But you do have the option of the, of the credit and debit card, check or money order. And then they have cash. This is, this is the one that this seems funny to me. Cash even. You can pay them in cash at participating retail stores. So you can pay the IRS with cash. It's kind of, that seems kind of unusual. They're trying to make sure that they get paid even by the illegal activities, it seems to me, you're going to pay them in cash seems odd but in any case you can even pay them in cash so make a plan to pay taxpayers can meet their tax obligations in monthly installments by applying the payment plan most can be set up on irs.gov forward slash payment plan there's a link to that here or through an online account in a matter of minutes so a payment plan uh, is something that many people probably don't you know may not have any awareness of but in 2020, there might be more people that can't pay their taxes in 2020. What you do not want to do if you have a problem and you can't pay the taxes is not to file and then and then not pay the taxes and just ignore it because nothing will happen for a long time. It's a long bureaucrat, bureaucratic thing, the IRS. But they'll start to send you, send you letters and then over a long period of time, they'll just continue to send you letters and you'll pile up possibly interest and penalties on that. And the longer that goes on, the less leverage you have with the IRS when you finally do negotiate with them. So what you want to do is still stay in compliance. You want to file the tax return typically. And then if you can't pay, then that's fine. You set up a payment plan. And then when you set up the payment plan, you'll still have to pay interest. But hopefully you can avoid penalties on the payment plan. You stay in kind of like the good graces because you're keeping in communication with the IRS. And then if there's any um, problems in the future, you have have typically a better negotiating standpoint. If you, if you set up the payment plan and you can typically set those up online. So you don't have to, you know, go through the kind of, uh, I don't know, embarrassing kind of situation of saying, I, you know, I can't pay my taxes this year because it's a bad year. You could basically set up the payment plan, you know, automatically online. There's instructions for it typically. So um, it's pretty easy process to set up. Okay. So setup fees uh, may apply for some types of plans. Also note, when you do the first payment plan, if you've never done one before, There's usually a setup fee, but if it's the first one you've done and you're in good compliance with the IRS, there's usually an option that you you may be able to waive the fee for the first time. So if it's your first payment plan, never done it before, then you you possibly could request a waiver of uh, the fee to set up the payment plan. So options include a full pay agreement, a short term plan uh, of up to 120 days, or a long term monthly payment plan installment agreement. So the amount a taxpayer owes and the tax filing compliance determines which payment plan options may be available. Uh, other options available may include an offer in compromise. Now, this is the one that, you, uh, that you'll often see like advertised where people are going to say, hey, we're going to give you an offer in compromise. Or I got this debt. I owe $10,000 and the debt was cut down to something something lower than that. That's typically the offer in compromise. Just just remember that the offer in compromise is 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 uh there's kind of some set rules to it and if you're looking into that then uh that's usually going to be a situation where you owe more money you have a higher debt uh, amount that would be involved and usually it's a situation where you can't pay the money you just don't have not just short term you, you don't have the resources to, the IRS would think generally to pay it over a longer period of time you're basically arguing to the irs hey look you know it doesn't look like you're going to get this amount of money it's just not feasible it's it's best for both of us for us to you know do an offer and compromise and possibly agree on a lower amount. That means you're typically going to have to give the IRS financial statements, generally balance sheet income statement to make kind of like that argument. Now note that all that information is basically on the IRS website. If you're looking into basically help with an offer and compromise, not a lot of people unless they specialize in it aren't as uh, you know, up to date on an offer and compromise because it's not something that people do uh, all the time. So just make sure you do your own research on it and have an idea of of what it is and it's all on the irs website so so you can look into it yourself and then and then go from there so it's a way for a taxpayer to settle their tax debt for less than the full amount or request the irs to temporarily delay collections until the taxpayers financial situation improves so then we have the irs to go app offers great features refund status so this is the irs to go app so this is the super cool thing i don't i don't have it yet but I want it on my phone, maybe. So you have a refund status. Check the status of an income tax refund within 24 hours after the IRS receives the e-file return or about four weeks after mailing a paper return. Make a payment so you can pay them on your phone. Get easy access to mobile-friendly payment options like the IRS Direct Pay, offering a free, secure way to pay directly from your bank account. You can free tax help, directly access free file tax software, from a mobile device to quickly prepare and file your taxes or find a vita or tce site nearby so you're going to do your taxes on your phone that just seems i i can't imagine doing that but apparently you can do that you can just do your taxes on the phone so stay connected follow irs on twitter linkedin and instagram watch helpful videos on youtube subscribe to uh, various irs tax tips and more secure code the irs to go can generate Login security codes for certain IRS online services allowing the re, uh, retrieval of codes through IRS to go instead of using text messages. This is probably one of the most, the best thing of, of all this of that are on here, this security code to kind of make your information more secure on it. I think that's of all these that, that I've seen, that looks like the most interesting or possibly best use for this. But in any case, more information can be found. Visit the Secure Access page. The tax time guide is, is a series of news releases designed to help taxpayers get the information they need to file an accurate return. Additional help is available in publication 17, your federal ta- income tax, on IRS.gov, the IRS website. There's a link to that here. There'll be a link to this in the description.